T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Home and home. Let's talk a little NBA off the court with Steve Cerruti, our good friend from Scal and Pals. Steve, it's good to have you on because one of the strangest stories came out of the NBA, and it's related to Delonte West, the former Boston Celtic. The disturbing video of him handcuffed on the sidewalk, shirtless, and a lot of his former teammates, at least at St. Joe's and in the NBA, worried about the mental health of Delonte West. Give me a little context of what happened here, what the video, how it went so viral. Yeah, I mean, it basically just shows him. Um, I mean, there's two separate videos that I saw, one of him kind of getting beat up in the middle of the street and then another one after he had, I think, been arrested and was handcuffed and was just sort of, you know, swearing and kind of, you know, didn't didn't obviously didn't look well, both physically and mentally. And, you know, this is the thing that goes back to, I think, 2008 first when he was initially diagnosed as a, as having a bipolar disorder. Um, you know, he's had multiple issues since then, uh, both on and off the court. He's been suspended. And a lot of people attribute that to his bipolar disorder. And, you know, he hasn't played in the league since 2012. Um, you know, he's made nearly $20 million in his career. So you have to wonder, you know, obviously, like, you know, it, whatever his mind state was, it, that that whether he has it anymore or it doesn't seem like that or his state doesn't seem like he uh, like he obviously knows what's going on anymore. So. The question now becomes, what what does the NBA do? And I'm interested to talk to guys. We're going to have Kendrick Perkins on today and obviously Brian Scalabrini, both guys that play with Delonte West in Boston. And want to ask them about kind of their thoughts on this. And it does seem like the, what the good thing is that the NBA community has sort of wrapped their arms around this and are trying to find a solution. What that solution is, we don't really know yet. I can tell you that, I mean, a couple of years ago, people were talking about whether or not there are, you know, I guess avenues for uh, – for the league to help him out of the NBA PA for him to help. There is in 2016, the league did with the NBA PA pass a, like basically a, a new, you know, policy that gives players health insurance, education, career development, things like that, pension benefits for when they are retired. So there is help that is out there for Delonte West. It's just kind of all about how, you know, it's sort of going about it and what the NBA does about it. So we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I'd have a very different reaction to the story if it were, of course, a former NFL player because, of course, of CTE and the, the brain damage that the players have endured. But I guess I don't understand all the people blaming or at least adding the NBA. Um, what is the NBA's responsibility to step in here and help? To your point, they've already made options available to former players. Doesn't their responsibility end there? The problem is that with how public it is. I mean, I, I I think your point is right. I mean, there you know I'm sure there are you know probably millions of people uh, who are suffering from similar things and aren't getting the proper help. But obviously, Delonte West is a famous guy that played in the NBA that people know, right? Um, but I do think that that is that's sort of where it starts, right? If we start helping people like that, now the NBA has been really proactive and um, you know have been supportive of their of their own current athletes, including Demar Derozan, Kevin Love, many athletes who say they struggle with mental illness or depression or th different things like that, and have been very accommodating to them. Oftentimes, you know, giving them sort of the help that they need, or at least making sure teams have the 
infrastructure it takes to help players that are not only going through physical ailments, but mental ailments. So I think that's a big part of the process. The, N- the NFL thing is interesting. I do think you're correct. Like, if, you know, if the NFL was going through this, if it was an NFL player, I'm sure they would get crucified because they, that's what they get killed for everything. Yeah. And the NBA has sort of always been in the in, the NBA has always been um, the media has sort of treated the NBA as though um, they're the most proactive and progressive league, which in some ways they are. But a little, sometimes I do think that is a little overblown. But it, there, there are steps to be taken where the NBA, I mean, the, the ball's in the NBA's court right now. Like they, the, I, it would be a great look for them if they went out, tried to sort of figure something out, re- maybe try to get him rehabilitated, and then you know, because because mm-hmm. they, they can't do anything right now. That would be a terrible, obviously, PR thing. But there are measures in place from former players from the league that can help him. Um, but I, I do think like the, the NBA's reputation of being very progressive when it comes to this is helping them in the pub in the court of a public opinion here. So. All right, a current player, another guard, is of sound mind and body, at least we think. Kyrie Irving has had a hell of a week, though, and then on Martin Luther King Day, said something that, well, rubbed a few people the wrong way regarding the criticism uh, aimed at Kyrie and some of his comments over the last couple of weeks. Listen to what Kyrie said yesterday. And I was out for those seven weeks and not saying anything and still people are still saying things about me. It's it's inevitable. You know, they crucified Martin Luther King for speaking about peace and social integration. It was, it, you know, you could go back to historical leaders and great people in society that do great things and they're still going to talk shit about them. It is what it is. Like, I know what I stand for. I'm a great family man. I have great values, core values. This basketball stuff is a game at the end of the day. It's dramatized. It's entertainment for people and fans. I'm a human being at the end of the day. I'm going to keep on reiterating that. But like I said, my focus is making sure my teammates are great. (laughs) Kyrie Irving, the (laughs) earth is flat. Brooklyn Nets. Uh, One, talking to Steve Cerruti, Scallon Pals, did he just compare himself to Martin Luther King? And how much criticism does he deserve right now that he brought on himself? Well, all right. I mean, there's two things for me here. Obviously, anytime anyone compares themselves to Martin Luther King, uh, it's it's probably just going to be a disaster because why why would you even why would you even put yourself in the same like the guy is obviously um, has done a, a number of amazing things for this country and, prog- and has been unbelievably pro- progressive. Like anytime you p- compare yourself to that as a basketball player, um, it, it's just not going to go over super well because of all the things that he had to go through. And a lot of people already think that these NBA players are sort of pampered and and, and you know treated super well, which it's a lot in a lot of cases they are. I don't have a huge issue with it. Like I I understand like why it's a bad look, but I don't know. It's Kyrie. Like I have a bigger problem with Kyrie. And this whole thing of him, you know, I care about my teammates like this is all, you know, I just want to make sure that we're a championship level organization and my teammates are good because you really don't care, Kyrie. Like you don't care at all. Like, in fact, like you just or a couple of days ago, we were having a massive conversation about how you just threw most of your teammates under the bus. You named, you know, four or five different teammates that you wanted to stick around. And you obviously omitted about three or four that were key contributors. Um, it's basically like I name my friends and I want to play with my friends. And that's kind of what Kyrie's deal is. So I have more of a problem with that. You know, this whole. I just don't. And then the other part of it is like Kyrie always wants to blame like, oh, I'm a human being first, which is obviously like he's saying like it's the same thing like when he didn't go back to Boston and Boston fans kind of, you know, killed him for it, which, again, yeah. I think that's part of sports, Dave. Like, I don't you know, I, and I, correct me if I'm wrong. We talked about this with Scal. Like, I didn't see and Scal was in the building. I didn't see anything like super aggressive as far as going at Kyrie. I mean, they were calling him a coward. They were certainly calling him a lot of names, but I don't think there was anything that was really below the belt or inappropriate. It was just 
That, that's what sports is. That's what fans do. And you left there on bad terms and the fans are going to boo you when you don't come back or because they obviously wanted to boo you when you were there. So I have more of a problem with him acting like he's above all this and acting like he's the perfect teammate. and He wants everything to be kumbaya when everything that he has said yeah. and all of his actions prior to this have not suggested that is what you want to do. So you can knock him. I mean, the, the, the Martin Luther King thing is obviously so Kyrie and it's very funny, but the actual on the court basketball stuff that he's claiming to be all about and be about that life. He's proven that he doesn't care about any of that. So that I have a bigger problem with that and him acting like he's the perfect teammate and wants to be this leader when he's shown, whether it's in Boston, whether it's before LeBron got there in Cleveland or whether it's now in Brooklyn, that that's not that's not the guy he is. So, like, I, I just think he's being fake. Yeah, look, I covered uh, Boston sports for many years, and the reception he got there was tame compared to the reception other guys have had returning to Fenway Park, for example, far meaner and nastier. Or other ones in the NBA, Dave. Or other ones in the NBA. Like, you know, Kevin Durant, like the cupcake signs. I mean, again, that's not, that wasn't, you know, the end of the world, but like that was way worse and more hostile where LeBron returning to Cleveland when he was in Miami. Like, those were way, way worse than the one that Kyrie got in Boston. I think a lot of that has to do with they're probably they're honestly, I think Boston fans are happy. And you talk to Jalen, uh, Jalen Brown just did an interview with Bleacher Report. Like those guys are all happy. He's not there anymore. So it's like they're, they're yes, they're booing him in some way, but they're also yeah. kind of happy that like we are done with you, dude. Like we don't have to deal with your crap. And we have Kemba Walker, who's a much nicer guy. And yeah, maybe he's not as talented as you, but we are able to play the type of basketball that we want to play because you're not here anymore. So I honestly think Boston fans were a little bit relieved in that as well feels like that experiment is going bad before it even begins. You mentioned Kemba Walker, who was 0 for 28 <laughs> against LeBron James before the win yesterday for the Celtics. Uh, before we go, 139-107, Boston beats the Lakers, stomps them in every way, shape, or form. Uh, LeBron with 15, AD with just nine points on 3-7 shooting. Do you learn more about the Lakers or more about the Celtics? It's just one Ooh. game. But which yeah, team did you learn more about? It's a tough, it's a tough call. Like I, so uh, full disclosure, I my finals pick is I have the Lakers over the Bucks. So this year has so far, at least regular season wise, been good for me. I'm not by any means cashing that check whatsoever because I still have questions about both teams. I still, you know, as much as I like what the Lakers look like, I still have questions about Anthony Davis. Can he step up and be that true number two or even a number one in games one, especially when they play the Clippers? Like once, you know, the Clippers have two guys that are basically the number one and number two LeBron stopper in the league and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. So Anthony Davis is going to have to step up and do that. I'm not sure we've seen anything this year that suggests that he can do that or will do that. I'm still optimistic because I think when talent wise, he's a top five player. But I do think. The issue for the Lakers all season has been they they beat up on teams under 500. They have one loss all season against teams under 500, um, and they've they've been okay against teams over 500. And like as as many of us know, all the teams you're going to have to play in the playoffs are going to be over 500. They're going to be good teams. They're 0-2 against their crosstown rival Clippers. I think we would be freaking out a little bit more about the Clippers um, if they had not won both of those games. So I think that they've sort of benefited that, from that a little bit as well because they are, they are, they're certainly going through some struggles as well with load management and maybe some locker room issues. But I think we learned more about the... I, I think we learned more about Boston last night because I think Boston... Yeah. That showed you that when Boston's right, they can, they can beat really anybody. Now, I don't think... I'm not saying they will do that in the playoffs because I think that they still have some deficiencies in the front core. I think they could probably use a big... 
Um, now their wing play is as good as anybody in the league, but they do have some deficiencies there. But I think when they're right and when they're playing their game, they're, they can beat, they can knock off all these giants. Now I'm not saying they're going to go out and beat Philly or they're certainly not going to go out and beat Milwaukee, but I think we sort of know what the Lakers are. I think the Lakers are a good team and there are questions about how good they can be against the great teams in the NBA. I think I had some questions about Boston and whether or not they can beat some great teams. I think last night, if, if it proved anything, proves that when Boston wants to get up for a game, they can. Boy, you have got a lot of subject matter for today's Scal and Pals. Check them out on the Radio.com app, on iTunes, on Spotify. You've got the Delonte West story. You've got the Lakers getting stopped by the Celtics. And we didn't have time to talk about James Harden, one yeah. of 17 from three. You got to admire. He just keeps on Doesn't shooting. Care. Steve Cerruti, you keep on shooting too, my friend. We'll see you on Scal and Pals. Thanks for the time. Thanks, dude. Anytime. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. exclusively on the Radio.com app or at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 